You're listening to Pardoned by America with your host, David Thomas. So is that why every time I take a dump, like I get the quiver? I mean, you got a big old turkey coming out. That thing's rubbing up on my brain. Chris Holo. I'm not an entirely huge fan of bananas. I more like banana laffy taffies. Those are better. And Ray Williams. It's like put your dick over the urinal, shake it off, and then put it in your pants. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Pardon My American. I am your host, David Thomas, and I'm here with the ever-so-sexy Chris Holm and, uh, I don't know, the beautiful Greg Williams. How you guys doing? Greg, how's it going, man? I'm feeling so beautiful right now. Are you? Oh, Chris. I'm beautiful. Uh, I don't know about sexy. I got some baby drool on my flip-flop right now, so. I think you guys are adorable. <laughs> You're adorbs. <laughs> it helps it stick in there a little bit better. Yeah, you know? well, it, it kind of, you know when you get like, just like weird shit between your toes and stuff, that's kind of what it's feeling like right now. Yeah. Mm. I've stepped on shit before, like an actual pile of dog shit. And Barefoot? It's, it's no fun. Oh, yeah. In the middle of the night, too. It's gross. I don't know if I've ever stepped on <sighs> shit barefoot. That's gross. And I, I went remember. I went straight to bed. I didn't even wash it off. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're coming from you from the uh, beautiful Pacific Northwest. Uh, it's been actually quite a nice day. Had a little bit of rain lately, but all in all, still pretty goddamn nice. The rain is nice. It's a little I nice. I missed it. And today, they were saying it's going to be rainy, and it's still fucking nice. For the I, most part. I did a two-finger lick and put it into the wind. It's about a five-mile wind to the northeast. Yeah, we're, at least we're not the, the Carolinas <laughs> right now, right? <laughs> because oh, they got some wind. They got some wind. A, a little, little, little water. Mm. A little water. Yeah. That was, yeah, I got to knock on wood. Man, there's some people died. I can't really... Yeah. Them. I don't want to joke There was a video I seen on Facebook earlier where there was so much water, there was like dolphins swimming. Oh my God, that's rad though. <laughs> I mean, are, are you mad ever if you got dolphins in your front yard? I'm not. Well, if your house isn't there anymore. <laughs> that's what you got insurance for, baby. It's like a selling point too. You could be like, hey, uh, you know, it's a nice <laughs> home. We got uh, dolphins. Uh, <laughs> you could really say like, we got a large um, in-ground pool or, or, you know, <laughs> or a moat. Over ground pool. <laughs> yeah, above ground pool. We, uh, we have a moat that surrounds our house and also comes into our house at yeah, times. Yeah, it's got a natural current. No problem. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's stupid. Leaves no floaters. <laughs> nope, I just hate. Nope. I have to make light of it because it's it is a really shitty thing. And it, what, I guess the ultimate thing is is they downgrade it to a level one, so it could have been. It's still horrible, but it could have been. Yeah. It could have been really, 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 really bad. Like yeah, Katrina I, bad. I guess now it's just sustained levels of rain. Yeah. Right. Well, and they made it sound like really the flooding is primarily, at least from my understanding, like the real like coastal areas, the roads mm-hmm. and stuff. Right. Well, on. they were saying this morning. I don't know if it's changed since then, but it, it the bad part is it's like hitting. And then it's going to move offshore again, but then come back. Yeah, it might be. So might they're going to get like a double dose. Double dose. going to double water. dip that hurricane. <clears throat> yeah. Well, I mean, I think a lot of people left, which was a good thing. Uh, mm. I guess there's been four deaths. At least that was the last thing I heard. That's not too bad considering. Well, I mean, any deaths are bad. Are death, they going to pay for their own funeral or? Yeah, I think uh, flood insurance covers that. Okay. So. <laughs> well, so, That's hey. Dark. <laughs> it's so dark. Does the hurricane fall under flood insurance, though? Well, I mean, if your house is flooded. I, but here's the thing. Do you have flood insurance? How many people actually have flood insurance? Not a lot, I don't think. Mm, Depends yeah. on that area, though. I, I mean, know. if you're right on the beach, <clears throat> I would have to imagine you have some water coverage, like mm. flooding coverage. But listen, if you're three, four, five blocks off the beach, you might not. Yeah. yeah. You might not. But there are expensive houses there. So, yeah, I don't know. 
So before we get carried away in discussion, uh, just letting the audience know that oh, yeah, yeah. we, we are on Facebook, everybody. Yes, say it with me. Facebook. Uh, pardon my American. Go check us out and then check us out on iTunes. That's where a majority of everybody listens to us. So just like it, love it, subscribe to it, leave us a five-star rating. I say definitely subscribe. <laughs> we, Hey, guys, we're having people that like... We have we're just we're still new. We have not actually went through and boosted a lot of our stuff yet. Uh-huh. Most of the people that's been listening to us are local friends and family and different things like that, which is great. But uh, you know, the goal is to boost it out more, and the goal is to try to get it on certain sites. And the biggest thing I would say, if you're listening, please subscribe mm-hmm. to it because we have a lot of likes. We haven't got a lot of subscribes yet. We want you guys to get this thing every week. It's you know, it'll pop right into your thing. You'll see it. Boom. We're making them shorter, so you're not gonna have to. Had the yeah. attention span of a 90-year-old. Become part of our America. Wait, is our an attention span of a 90-year-old really that long? Yeah, I don't think so. That's kind of I feel like they watch backwards. Like, they watch like a lot of documentaries. <laughs> Am I wrong? No, I think they watch a lot of the same shit over and over because they can't remember they watched yeah, it. Yeah, they might. That oh, might be the case. Man. I've never yeah. seen this episode of Friends. <laughs> 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 yes, you have. 90 times, Grandpa. Dude, so you know what's funny about uh, all of the Facebook likes, the iTunes listens, the Spotify listens, the downloads? Yeah. Um, I was reading an article that was talking about a research company or a, um, it was kind of like a digital firm where they, they study the data of like online trends and stuff. They actually provide services you could pay for Facebook likes, like 500 likes for 50 bucks or yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. 300 downloads for twenty nine ninety nine. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a ploy like the musicians use it as well. It's a, it's a fucking fake thing. Yeah. It's like bribing people to be your friend. No, but, the, it, but the, there's, a, there's a reward to it. And I know this just from other musicians and, and people have used it. And the, the positive to it is you're faking it. However, if you are scrolling through your Facebook, for example... You mm-hmm. see a video pop up or you see an image. If it has a lot of likes or a lot of plays, say it's a, a music video, and you look at it and you're like, oh my God, it's got 1.4 million. It must be pretty decent. Yeah. That's the point. Yeah. You're, yeah. You, you, you're if it has 60 to look at it. views, yeah. you're less likely to click on it. So there is a positive to it, but I think it's bullshit. You know, I don't want to do that necessarily. Maybe we will. You won't fucking know. Who will ever know? <laughs> but the point is, is I just think it's stupid. Because yeah. I think like if you're good, you're going you're gonna to get people... I think people, I've got good feedback. I think people like the podcast. I think we're funny. I, everybody I've showed finds it funny. They mm-hmm. find it informative. Um, we're not like, you know, we're nothing special. None, no, none of us are gifted in any certain one area per se. Well, hey, 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 speak for yourself, goddamn. Oh, fuck you guys. We're, we're, <laughs> we're three normal guys. We live in an area of democratic people primarily, and we have our opinions, and it's just an opinion. And I'm sorry if people are offended by it. I've heard some people say they're like, well, that's a little... It's a little raunchy. And even if you are offended, I mean, that's kind of our, pardon my American. That's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> kind of implied. Yeah. Either way, subscribe, like it, mm-hmm. tell your friends, share it, please. All that stuff. I mean. Say please, get on your knees and just beg. Beg. If that, you have to. That's hot. We might start a GoFundMe page. Maybe we get some, uh, <laughs> we'll get a GoFundMe ooh, page. Ooh, and, speaking. Uh, we, well, hold on, we, we get, get some people to donate. We'll hey, get, we'll, uh, yeah. What, what if we created a $1 GoFundMe page, but created like a thousand of them? Oh my God, yes. <laughs> the reason I brought up the GoFundMe page is not only because, A, I, I don't like GoFundMe that much, but because I know Chris has something to say about it. Yes. And I know you want to bring up, so I was just trying to make a rad little segue, segue to it. 
Thank you. Dun, dun, dun. It's a. Uh, it actually kind of pisses me off, and it's kind of like big news. I'm surprised you guys haven't heard about it. What I was gonna say, you brought this up, and me and Greg have no fucking clue what you're talking about. I'm so yeah. excited. I, is this? <laughs> are you? This, like, my knees are shaking. Man, this is almost like kind of reversed. Like how when you guys are like deep into political stuff, is this what you guys feel like all the time? A little bit, but I'm curious. Yeah. Are you curious about Paul? I don't know where I'm going. <laughs> Just say yes. Okay, so anyway. Sexuality. Remember what we said. You got to relax to let it in. Does the butthole turn you on, baby? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> God. Uh, uh, anyway. <clears throat> oh, God. Chihuahua. <laughs> but this, yeah, these people fucking started to go fund me for a homeless guy in New Jersey. Mm, I do know what this is. Oh, well. No, my feeling, that feeling. I don't know. Now. I don't know. Hey, tell me but, about okay, it. Well, okay, look, Greg. Look at me. Greg. These two people... Don't talk to me, too. They, Look at me, too. <laughs> I can't go... I can't cross-eye that way. Okay. Okay, anyway. These two people ran out of gas on the highway. Mm-hmm. This bum, close by, gave them his He's last... homeless. That's offensive. No, the bum. The bum gave him his last $20 that he had so they can get gas and get home. So they got home, were so, like, enamored and, like, felt so... Thankful. Grateful yeah. th- about for this guy that they started to go fund me for him to get help him get back on his feet, and they raised like four hundred thousand dollars. What? Damn. I've heard that happens a lot, actually. Just saying. yeah. He, so they okay. he ended up getting like seventy five thousand or one hundred twenty five thousand. I don't remember which oh, one. Oh, and they took the majority and never received the rest of it. Oh. So and. He like got a lawyer and then sued him and like all this stuff. And they're like, well, he started, he spent the first 25,000 he had on drugs and like all this stuff. And so we were like trying to help to him. Be, and- to be fair though, the GoFundMe page. And I, I understand that the people that put into that were for home, home Bob Joe, whatever the hell is, whatever the hell his name is. It would have never started if it weren't for that couple that started it, I guess. But it doesn't it doesn't qualify for ninety five percent of the funds. But no, I I don't. I, yeah, but the thing is, is like that doesn't take away from the fact that it's a dick move. Yeah, when you're when you're making money on somebody else's it is issues. Yep, you give him that fucking money, and then if he says, you know what, hey, I wouldn't have this money without you. Exactly. Here's twenty thousand. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Well, yes, I I, I I know, but I'm just exactly, saying. I'm just yeah. saying, like that situation in particular, I I just don't agree with that. Like, I don't I don't think anyone agrees with that. Move they, like you know that's a pure you asshole story. You finish it, but I just I think what it is is they got more money than they ever thought they were going to get. Exactly. Oh yeah, and oh, then yes. they they were like, oh my god, we could just take this, and no one. Would but not. that's the way it happens, though. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, guarantee. They were like, who cares about this bum guy, this homeless guy? Nobody gives a fuck. Well, how we do you take this? And no I one would bet ever they care. care now. How do you right? think? How do you think socialism was going to work? <laughs> yeah. It's exactly. like so, I want everyone to have this wealth, unless it's my wealth, then you're not going to take it from me, you son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, you gotta get that fucking. Gun. All this happens. Oh he, 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 what was that? <laughs> no, no, dude. I tried Bernie Sanders. I couldn't pull it out, man. Oh, that was a horrible yeah, Bernie Sanders. So terrible. That just sounded like an old man. Period. I think that was like Bernie Sanders twenty years after his death, <laughs> and then he came back for just like that yeah. one second that he sputtered. That that was actually me taking a shit. <laughs> just okay. get off the toilet, you piece of shit. <laughs> anyways so anyway back to the story they they raised all this fucking money he only got a quarter of it and it was that. like yeah so he's like 
where's, well, you raised, you told me you raised this much. Where's the fucking rest of it? And they're like, well, you're being shitty with your money. So we we're going to, we're going to, we're going to hold on to it. And then like, provide you with it as needed or whatever was that in an agreement by any chance did he did i don't they, think so okay i'm just curious if they have like a trust that says like hey we'll give this no only it, if you're it was literally go fund me here's cash like yeah i think that's my whole uh, pet peeve with charity in general and um non-for-profit organizations and whatnot is you never really know exactly where the money's going yeah a lot of them though have Definite ways that they prove where the money's going. Well, like audit trails, like definite, you know what I mean? Like clarifying yeah. documentation of like chain of custody. Well, any legitimate, uh, any legitimate place that's going to actually be donating or helping needy, um, they're, they keep records. They keep tons of records. And that way, if it ever comes back that they're not, they are 100% in the clear. Well, did they get audited? I don't know. That, that I don't know. But I do know that like we deal with, um, one specifically is the Union Mission Gospel in Portland. Well, do churches get audited? I don't think so. I, you know what? I, I would bet you they're not. Ta- they're tax exempt, so they wouldn't. Why would they get audited? Yeah. Well, there you go. With that being said, though, there are many cases where charitable places get brought out that they're not going. Even like the Haiti thing. Like, I mean, you look at just like the. Clintons. But like I don't church, want to talk but churches but, yeah. though isn't a charity organization. It is. That's why it is. It is. That's why they get tax exempt in a lot of ways because they're either a church, but they're also charitable. Yeah. So if you give um, a certain amount of money to a church, you can write that off on your taxes. Yeah. Like uh, we gave away a certain amount of clothing and furniture and all this stuff to the Goodwill. Yeah. And they were like, how much money do you think this is? And we were like, I don't know, maybe 500 bucks. And they're like, okay, well, we'll write you a receipt for $500 and then you'll just uh, put that on your uh, yeah, tax we, exam. So we do that with like, hmm. we, we donate to the, that's all it takes, the Oregon though? Food Bank. <laughs> yeah, just an right. eyeball guess yeah, of yeah, how no, much no, money. That's, that's it, 100%, dude. What if I would have said $10,000? No, they have to be in the ballpark. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, how did they know? I'd be like, you know how much these Gucci shoes were? Okay, the last alligator ever alive would die to have these shoes. Yeah, they're still going to be reasonable. When we when the food bank comes in every day, they come pick up food from us every day, like food that's going bad. Yeah. They literally ballpark. He pulls a card out. Here's your stuff, man. He's like, mm, how many pounds you got of food? And I'm like, mm, 80? <laughs> yes, it is, it is kind of like that, dude. Yeah. Have, you ever, have you ever given a couch to the free will or something? Or the, the, the what? The free will? Oh, wait, the, the free will. Free, free will. will. <laughs> oh, free will. You guys ever yeah, he jumped get, right over free me? Free will water. be done. No, just like have you guys ever succumbed to a couch? Like you just I've came on a couch <laughs> for sure. I came on a couch. So you did give your will. <laughs> <laughs> you branded the couch. I sir blew a load on that couch. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> well, I have not blown a load on a couch. I, I just have, want to specify. I have. Many I might have dripped on a couch, but I've never blown a load. On a couch. Oh, okay. You've never. You've never like missed. No man. Like coming out as a spray, like a mist. No, <laughs> I mean maybe when I was like I'm a kidding. teenager and I'm like sitting on my futon. I don't know. No, you've never been like you fucking and like pull out and then no, you just. I don't know, man. I don't know. You don't know. I, I, I mean, I don't talk about personal sexual experiences. No, yeah. Well, hey. So anyway, well, long story short, they they got a lawyer. long story short. They got a lawyer. They got like a search warrant or, one, or whatever, and they raided the people's houses, houses, house. And they had like, they had bought like a brand new fucking BMW. 
Like mm. they had a bunch of cash. They bought all this fucking shit. And so they're in a shitload of fucking trouble right now. But and see, like those guys started out with a nice, you know, warm feeling in their bellies. They got greedy. They got greedy. Super greedy. And that's what happens, man. It starts out with very good intentions, but once you start getting that money coming in and you're saying, holy fuck, this became so much bigger it's than we've ever thought it was. It's kind of like be. what we were talking about with Jason a couple episodes ago. Exactly. Yeah. He was talking about like the, the idea of like giving, the feeling you get of truly giving, oh, yeah. truly sharing an experience of like, I'm giving you this and I'm gaining to that thing. Like they, unfortunately, that's a lot of people, you know, yeah. the, um, well, just that feeling, like, think about this. If you guys had control of that and that's what you guys did, don't, wouldn't, that just makes me feel like a piece of shit. Yeah. But yeah. Why would you ever want that feeling? But they're probably, you know they're I mean? probably like, a piece of shit people. And, and like, I think maybe, see, that's what like, uh, well, no, I think they talked themselves into a bad situation. Maybe, but maybe not. I, you know, I don't know. Maybe they got money in the bank and they're like, Man, we've been wanting that fucking car. Like we've been really wanting that car. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. They talk to each Why? other and they yeah. convince each other into this bad kind but it's of kinda situation. Like, it's kind of like what Elon Musk said on the Joe Rogan show. Mm. He was talking about. Um, you are on it today. Dude. Yeah, he was kind of saying because we were going to talk about this. Yeah, man. that's another segue. Yes, he was talking about the majority of people are good people. You remember him talking about oh, that? Yeah, you yeah, guys yeah. haven't yeah. watched the episode. Fucking fascinating. Great fucking episode. Fascinating. I don't. I mean, great. In a weird fucking way. Okay. Yeah. But he was saying like, he thinks the vast majority of people are good people and mm-hmm. you got to give them a chance. You got to love blah, 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 blah. The same typical roundabouts. But the truth is, is majority of people, I think probably are decent human beings. Yeah. Who I think it's true. Who 90% of the time make decent choices rather than poor ones. Maybe they're good people mm. that did this. My guess is, is they got in the moment like we talked about on a past episode where you get, you know, when you uh, had that near accident situation. Yeah. You get in a moment where you feel this holy surroundings. Yeah. I talked about that. I got in a car wreck. I felt closer to God for some reason. That well, was you. You had a pretty no. near death experience, yes. dude. Maybe not near death. That's a little exaggerated, well, but you, uh, okay. I would, but I my would point is, is yes. Not. My point ultimately is, is there's situations in your life that happen. And then, Basically, you feel out of body good. Okay. And I think that situation happened where they got stuck and a guy helped them that had no business helping them. And they got this crazy aura of like, I can't, like, I'm just like, I'm so just torn up about how they did what they could to help. Then they got that, they had that moment where they were like, we got to do something. But then the real thing came back. That faded. Real life And then came they're back. like, yes. Oh, like we talked about with the church. It gets yeah. old after a minute. Money, money, and money, And when money, shit money. starts going good and you're like, yeah, you know, I live, money. you know, and then you go back to your old self. And my guess is that they're greedy people in general. And probably mm-hmm. in their normal setting, yeah. probably. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. If they would have, if they would have taken that money, it's not any better, but it's a little better. If they would have taken that money and they would have paid off their house. Okay. No, hear me out. If they would have paid off their house or if they would have like done something that was like, I know that sounds bad still, but my point <laughs> is, is, listen, my point is, is they didn't do it. Like you couldn't look at them and go, listen, I, I understand why you would do that. They went and bought a BMW. They went and bought luxury, right? Yeah. They didn't just like, 
hey guys, we're struggling with our own house and we just, we had this money and we felt terrible and we, we were sorry. They, no, they went and bought luxury. No, nah, I don't, I don't, I don't see it, that. I don't see that as any better. I don't, yeah, I don't buy maybe, that. Maybe if they like didn't I'm tell not. him, but they took the rest of the money and then distributed yeah. it to other organizations. It defies the expectation of a charitable cause, right? I mean, they started it's it. shitty either way. I'm just saying like the fact that they went out and purchased things that, I don't know. I just feel like for me, that's something different when you're going out and that'd be like me having this money and I go buy this fucking mansion, you know, that I would have never had. I would have never had that. So, so yeah, that's, that's more greed to me. But um, it's, yeah, that's more greedy than paying yeah. off a bill. But, but so, so yeah. that's what Tex was talking about. Like with my song, you know, that got on the Kardashians or whatever. Um, and he was whatever. like, <laughs> and he's like, you know, no big deal. <laughs> he's like, when the money starts coming in, dude, and he's like, it gets real weird. So I want to, I want to talk about this right up front. I want to make sure everything's all clear. We're, we're, you know, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Where's the, what? What percentage do you want going to me? What percentage do you want going to you? Blah blah blah. And so that's what you kind of have to do when you are getting into any financial um, or any situation that's going to produce some sort of finances. Because these people didn't know that it was obviously going to get up to four hundred yeah. grand. But you gotta you gotta yeah. face that. I mean, doesn't matter. You we started something. The that, idea of doing something charitable for somebody is not about how much you're going to gain out of it. The, the idea is like you're doing something to help a person's life. And if they're going to start a, a GoFundMe, knowing that it's a homeless guy who did a charitable thing, then they post it on Facebook and they're, they're getting tons of views. You know, before they even got $10,000 in that account, you know, yeah. there was probably millions of views on that video, right? Oh, yeah. So they knew that this thing was already viral. They knew that it was probably going to be bigger than well, they thought. And, and going back to what um, Jason was saying, about how when you give to people, it just keeps on, like you keep getting more from giving. Mm-hmm. Think about all of the outreach that they would have got yes. or that they would have received if they would have given 100% of this. Mm-hmm. And it was like a massive story like, oh, this generous couple got a $20 bill yeah. and then turned that into 400 grand yeah. and gave it to this guy. Yeah, like, and, and oh, if they were, if they were yeah. struggling... I don't know if they were, but you know if what they I mean? were struggling, exactly. it would have taken one of their friends to go, Hey guys, listen, I want to, I want to point something out. This family, okay. Helped this guy out and gave him $400,000. Okay. They don't even, they're, they're in debt over their heads. They have kids. They're in debt. Yeah. That would have been a whole nother fucking massive. Thing. That it, would have been, been on Ellen. They would have been, been like literally because pe- that's what people want to give money to is yes, they want to give to good people, people who do good things for other people yeah. and that need it. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. And I don't know their situation. Maybe they're not in debt. Maybe they're not. Maybe they're doing Obviously well. not. They went and bought a <laughs> yeah. BMW. Dude. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's well, what I'm and saying. That, turn, that goes into a different thing too, though, because there's a lot of people that end up getting a lot of money and all of a sudden their priorities are fucked. So Elon yeah. Musk is fucking wrong. Uh, <laughs> this world's filled with shit. I don't agree with him in the sense that I think the... If no, you say I, majority... I do. I do. I think that where he was going with that oh is that... Yeah, I think um, a baby lamb just died in yeah, your living room. Yeah, that was definitely a ghost sacrifice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we know what you're having for dinner. <laughs> lamb chops. <laughs> yeah. Um But so where he was going with that is... Uh, the bad people that are in this world, yeah, their their influence is vast. Yeah, it yeah, only yeah. takes one bad apple to spoil the whole damn bunch. Pretty yeah. much, right? he talked about with the cops too, and then like he said, yes. like sometimes the worst 
scenario gets the most fucking most talked about most put on the news yeah you don't realize that cops are literally dealing with people on a daily basis millions of times there's hundreds of thousands of other cops that are just as good people as anyone every law enforcement in america daily are having millions of like communication actions between other citizens and it's sad when one bad situation is the epitome of the whole you know what it is? Um, Adam Carolla used to talk about this on his show. I haven't listened to his show in a while, but um, he was talking about how it's one of those jobs where you only get noticed for the bad stuff that you do. It is. And he's saying, and he related it to a, a mover. Like if you're like a going in like a Sears something and you're moving stuff out of a house into another location and you chip a wall or you, you break yeah. a piece of furniture off, yeah. they're only going to notice that. They're not going to notice all the good stuff that you did because that's just part of your job, right? Quote, Mm -hmm. unquote. And that's kind of like we expect now, I guess, cops just to do good and be there when we need them. And I honestly don't know. Like, what do you expect the cops to do all the the time? And that's why I was saying when you were talking about um, talking about the cops and like what they go through on the day-to-day basis and Mm -hmm. the literal shit that they have to clean up from behind the pancake house. We kind of need to know about that stuff a little bit more. No, I agree. But I uh, humanizes them a little bit more, right? Yeah, but I think it's really sad that people just don't humanize them. Like, here's the thing is like, no person, no person is ever going to be perfect every part of the day. Okay. And certainly not with jobs. Okay. Cause I'm pretty sure we, we all work jobs. We all have long standings with our jobs. Mm-hmm. And every one of us, I guarantee, has fucked up on oh, the yeah. job. Okay. Whether that be minor or severe. Point being is, is these people that are complaining about police officers, um, they're not perfect either. And they're on the job for 10 hours or 12 hours in a day. Okay. And to think that like with the amount of stress that is above average stress that they're dealing with. Yeah. They're dealing with people that break the law daily. Okay. Bad people every time, you know, well, for I, the most part. I definitely think that there are some bad cops. No, no, there is, but it's, there it, is, but definitely the, those are cops. the ones that get called out and make the headlines. I just think that people need to understand that like people ha- make mistakes and cops are no different. They're not yeah. different. So yeah, well, yeah they're, they're that's people. a side subject, but well, it goes into, um, labeling a group of people as something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we tend to do it often with people on the left you're labeling them as a whole sure. swath of, yeah. and they do it right back, right? Yeah. The truth is, is not all liberals are bad people. I mean, exactly. we, we've dogged on liberals. Yeah. Well, that's a why, lot, that's why you know? I, like, we all believe in the individual. Like, go to yes. the individual level. Is that person an asshole? Yes or no? If they are, then they fucking deserve it. Yes. If yes. not, yeah. Okay. Well, you're, you're a nice person. Uh, what can I do for you? Yeah. People just can't, they can't step back, man. Yeah. And, and look at stuff. Even like the worst people, even the people you think are the worst human beings are not always the worst human beings. And that's, I remember, I don't even think we aired the episode. I think it was one of our pre, you know, airing things, but uh, we had, you know, I heard Jeffrey Dahmer was really good with his pets. Like (laughs) he was, I mean, not the nicest guy for like a week or two. And then he ate them all. (laughs) No, well, I mean, I I hear dog is good in like China and Japan. Well, I'm sure you can make it good. (laughs) I don't know. You had enough 
teriyaki sauce or something. A whole yeah. bottle of teriyaki sauce. Mm. Well, my point was I was just going to get before we transition here, but that, uh, I watched that documentary on that the Ku Klux Klan, that black gal kind of went in and, and befriended people that she was convinced would hate her. And I think in, that in the, in the Ku Klux Klan, or? they were like white supremacists and, and KKK members. Okay, and it was a documentary on Netflix, and don't even ask me what it's called because I don't remember. What's it called, Dave? I don't know. No. Um, point being, though, was um, there are people that you wouldn't associate with, and I guess at the end of the day, you when you see somebody in the real form. You realize that, like, and they ended up being nice people. Yeah, well, and that, they, they that's had what it terrible ideolo- ideology. They had terrible ideology, mm-hmm. and they believed in terrible things. But when you broke them down into human form, I'm talking just on your. They ended up all liking this this gal. Yeah, um, and a lot of them left. And the point is, is they're considered the worst. The KKK would be considered the worst of the right movement, if you want to call it the right. Yeah, but. The ultimate thing is, is, you know, there's Antifa kids, okay, that I can't stand these motherfuckers, okay? But I guess if you were sitting here in a room with them having a discussion and breaking it down, mm-hmm. you might really like that guy or that gal, either way. And so people just need to realize that just because you're in a bad spot mentally or ideology is in a weird place doesn't mean they're an evil person or a yeah. bad person, you know? Yeah. That's where I'm going with it. It's, it's the mob mentality. Anytime there's a mob and you're trying to pick out an individual within a mob... Yeah, you can't. Yeah, and those you, little you know, pieces you, of morality are amplified. Well, and you and, see, and you see what happens. You see windows getting broken. You see shit going down, and it's hard not to. Well, not same, all liberals same, are socialists, but it's hard not KK, to lump them all with that. Same with the KKK, though. If yeah. the same black woman went to a big KKK rally, yeah. there's no getting through that because yeah. that is an entity all of itself. Mm-hmm. And Jordan Peterson talks about this. He's yeah. like. If you make a mistake and you have a mob coming after you, do not apologize to the mob because they're just going to eat you alive. Yeah, exactly. You need to apologize only to an individual Mm -hmm. because you did nothing wrong to a group. You only do wrong to a person. An individual. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess you could do wrong to a group. You could, but I mean, what's apologizing to them going to do? Nothing. Nothing. It's just going to look like contrived and like something that you have to do. You know what I mean? Instead of pure, genuine. So what do you guys think of, like, not to completely just cut that off and switch it, but we've discussed that a lot. And I don't, I don't want to get back into the... You're going to go musky? I'm going to go musky. Musky is, is ah, kind of weird. What is, it was a... Um, here. I watch a lot of Joe Rogan. Elon we've discussed Musk. him a lot. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I do... I love his podcast in general. And uh, I watched a lot of stuff going down. Like, the, the weed thing kept popping up. I had not watched the episode. And then I, I saw the weed thing. I was like... Hmm. Watched, watched it because I actually mm-hmm. watched it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. That was fascinating. Yeah, he's a much different so, person than I ever, ever, ever imagined. On the weed part of it, it's really that shitty. kind of that kind of freaked me out actually, because when he far, smoked it, yeah. As far as I know, the Joe Rogan podcast itself isn't a live thing, right? Yes. It is. Yeah, it is yes. live on YouTube. Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because he was getting Texas. Yeah, during the show, mm-hmm. immediately after he set down the weed after taking a big puff on oh, it, that's why. he got that okay. message and he's like, They're telling me I shouldn't have done that. You, and I'm like, What the fuck? Mind How blown. How do they fucking know that already? <laughs> Literally, like he's been getting so much fucking So you know what's funny about that is um I didn't listen to it either until you uh, or until I saw like a something about 
I had it in my queue. Don't get me wrong. I yeah. was going to listen to it. Mm-hmm. I, I listened to every fucking Joe Rogan pretty much. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> I, I, I saw a little clip of him blowing smoke out like a fucking weirdo. Like, like they like, did a still frame of it. Not bad. That's um, but so that made me intrigued and I wanted to go listen to it. Yeah. I listened to the podcast. I don't watch. The I was YouTube. waiting for that weed segment the entire two and a half hours. And it was <laughs> yeah, literally yeah. the last 15 minutes. Yeah, it was. exactly. But, um, what's funny about that is that got coverage on like all the news, major everything, news, all the major news. And if, did you look at the difference between the YouTube plays for that video? No. So Elon Musk, the episode difference it was up for one day. Do you know how many plays it had in one day? I looked. You're talking I, about I the trying. actual Joe Rogan? The Joe Rogan experience with Elon, Elon Musk, Musk on YouTube. That video. That's what I watched. Yep. I did not so, even look to see how many views it had. After one day, 4.1 million views. Jesus Christ. Yeah. And so his normal videos. That's some straight up Taylor Swift shit right there. <laughs> Dude, that is unbelievable. Yeah, it's good for A good lot of his me. stuff, it will be up for a couple days. And it'll get up to a million. Yeah. This had four times that in one day. Yeah, that's... Yeah, we... we, I think that's the power of the news backing it and all that How much is that contributed to all that controversy on the news and the fact that it's Elon Musk? I would say four times. It's probably the same situation with the Nike thing, you know, that we talked about last week where... Was it calculated? Did he yeah, know that smoking did, some weed would... Was, well, any news is good news, right? Or any news well, is... That, well, he, they're, they're wanting to kick him out as CEO. Elon Musk is probably the... Out of what? They want to they have him resign as CEO of Tesla. Oh, fuck what? that. No, Shut I'm the sorry. fuck up. No, it's been on the news for two days now. They're like... No. Stocks have dropped. Massive drop. And uh, even like the... I don't want to speak out of fact, but I, I, I'm pretty sure somebody in the company... You know why ahead, stocks are ahead, dropping? We, because they, it's a controversial issue right now, but guess what's going to climb in? Well, about no, 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 no. Um, he came out like, watch some videos. He came out not that long ago, mm-hmm. before Joe Rogan. He came out and made a, uh, did an interview, or was at a university or something, and mentioned that the toll that Tesla is taking on him. And he actually talks about it very briefly in the Joe Rogan Experience yeah. podcast. He says because it's a very unprofitable venture. He's well, been very unprofitable, and he also he says in that that running a car business is extremely difficult, mm-hmm. more than the space program. That's all. He, yeah, that's the only one he pointed out as like yeah. being distinctly kind yes. of uh, difficult. So yeah. I think the problem with him is I think he's a brilliant person. I think he's got great ideas. I think all that stuff. 100%. But here's the thing is I don't know that he's a CEO kind of guy in that situation. I think my if it was me making the decision for him, I would say get a good ex CEO of Ford of GMC, yeah, of Toyota, whatever. Let them run it and you just come up with the shit. That's what you're good at. You're good at creating like shit. Researcher designer. Take away the stress of running the company and just focus on building shit. Hmm. And they were saying that like the stocks have dropped and it was not just because of the weed that was a contributing factor. But the issue that they've had is, is they came out with that model that was supposed to be in the thirty forty thousand dollar range to so the uh, the model for the average person. Yeah. And they have two years of waiting right now. Oh, geez. So 
What do you mean? What is that? Like a waiting like, list. People for the car. have paid for their cars as far back as two years ago. Okay, so on they're a waiting. They're list. back on inventory. Like they they're, they're not producing them the yeah. way that they should, and I they keep you. over literally over the past six months, way before this thing. Mm-hmm. It's been you've heard about it briefly on the news that their production. You know, oh, we they were able to create a thousand cars this month, and they're trying to get it to 5,000 cars a month and they're struggling here and they're struggling there and they're bubble. So the problem is, is they're, they're coming out with this car. It's supposed to be out. Mm-hmm. And this all kind of happened in a, in a time where that car is supposed to be released in the next week or two. And they're, they're, they're not going to be able to do it. And there's people already wanting refunds. They're losing. I mean, so that, that has nothing to do with marijuana smoking though. No, that's my point. It's all, no, no, no. It's all, it, what my point is, is that the whole thing is one bad timing of mm-hmm. things. Yeah. They were already struggling, I think, with the car manufacturing. And then the weed thing puts even more. And then him coming out saying that this is one of the, the most burdensome things that he's dealing with. Then all the time it tells you yeah. like, maybe you're not the guy to be running this particular company. I think that's what it is. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think one of the reasons why he is CEO is because he wants pure control over. And, and that's a lot of like when you're a real creative designer like he is, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you want to have the control of it because I yeah, think but just like his you not a blowtorch. Yeah, but you can have control, man. You know what I'm saying? Well, not all the time. No, but I mean, he's a have smart to work, man. Especially if you end up having like a, a board of directors yeah, you or listen, something. You'd have to work that yeah, into a, some you're sort of contract. Not, you're not Elon Musk and you're not giving up your company Tesla to a guy who's going to run it into the ground. Okay? So, mm, yeah. no, my point is, is if you're going to go, you know what? I can't do this. I can't do it. Okay? I, I'm literally too stressed out. You were right. Him talking about that shit going through his head constantly. It was depressing. Yeah. And I think that's it probably almost a lot makes of people me, like that. Almost, the listening to that whole thing, it almost makes me think that he's on the verge of like mental instability. Know. Like I have a feeling sometime in the future we might <laughs> see the headline of Elon Musk. I kept, Musk that, in mind. I kept that in mind when I listened to it because I know you brought that up last time. Not on the podcast, but you brought that up personally. Yeah. I think we were at the coast. And... uh that was almost a good segue. <laughs> and I kept that in mind as I listened. And I, and I honestly don't think that, I don't think that that's where it's at, but I do think that there is something different about geniuses. You know what I'm saying? I think if you like, go through like his mannerisms and the way no, he like, well, I've watched some documentaries on inventors, geniuses, like people, you know, his history, yeah. like major people. And they're all weird. Yeah. They're different. Very socially awkward. It's almost like they're um, autistic, you know, in the sense that they're not. Yeah, you're right. They're not. They're awkward, differently, different socially. And if you listen to Elon Musk's podcast, I think it's awkward <laughs> through the whole fucking thing. Would Joe Rogan be like, so what, what do you think about the, what do you think about the motherfucking shit? You know? Yeah. And he would pause and pause. Yeah. He'd think and about he'd it go, for a long time. Yeah. Yeah, probably something like that. I mean, it was like, yeah. <laughs> it was like I, I sat there in suspense. I'm like, oh. what? It, it was, it was, it was not the easiest podcast to listen to, which I found better watching it because it was, it was hearing just the audio of it was, was slow. It was I know slow. Greg mentioned, it, but at the same, it was slow, but at the same time, it was, it, it's super fascinating. The just the way. 
he was delivering like his answers, like almost like he was thinking about everything for an intense amount of time, but it made the show slower. But at the same time, he came off like super creepy. Well, and that's what made it cool to me. So I, I mentioned I had to listen to it at 1.5 speed just because I, I wasn't watching the the thought process go through his head. Yeah. But not only that, but his answers were just taking so long. Well, like, his answers weren't very articulate and well thought through to be taking that much time on it. Like when you listen to Jordan Peterson talk and he takes that long to think about his response, the things that he says is like, Oh my God, he's right. Like, Here's you know, the difference it's like, so Elon Musk. Musk. I don't, I don't think so. I think the, yeah, I, I think the fact that he well, answered maybe. things the way they were, because he, like he said, he literally has so much shit going through his head all the fucking time that that was the only way to answer the question and make it real relatable to him. I think he actually has. Yeah. I think he has trouble communicating with people on a lower level. Oh yeah. I think so, yeah. And like I know Joe Rogan mentioned that he doesn't do a lot of long-term like long interviews or even a lot of just look up Elon Musk interview mm-hmm. on YouTube and a couple minutes. <laughs> no, just you're hard pressed to find one. Yeah. Okay. The difference is is Jordan Peterson's a, a very smart, well-spoken guy. Well, and, and real quick, going back to that 4.1 million views, that might be another reason why he had like that YouTube had so many hits is because Elon Musk interviews are very rare. Definitely. I mean, he has a couple Ted talks that are awesome too. You should check those out. My point is, is that um, Jordan Peterson is a smart, well-spoken human being. No doubt. Very smart. Okay. It's it's a different level though. But Elon Musk Joe Rogan said it himself. A lot of people have said it. Okay. And I've never been on the Elon Musk train. I think the guy's a little. Dude, I've always been on the Elon Musk train. Okay. Oh, yeah. After watching this, I get it more. But he, there's not, it's rare. He's a rare human. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like Joe, like Joe Rogan said, it's like, can you imagine, like, what, what would it be like if there was a million of you? You, well, re- just, you realize you're an oddity. Like, well, and that's the thing too. I think that might make him kind of weird or like it might sound weird to him hearing all of this like yeah. positive input like yeah. that. Like, you know how fucking good you no, are? Yeah, like, yeah. He's oh, probably yeah. like, he embellished mm. it a lot and that's okay. He, he he's he, It's rightful to say that about him, but I don't think he's the kind of person that wants that. Yeah, exactly. But So maybe the whole CEO argument that, that makes sense. Think of yeah. the last 118 years. 1900s right how many how many true geniuses i mean there's been there's there are some we're not i'm not going to go there but i'm saying i'm talking inventors that do not just one thing massive amounts of things okay we're talking electric cars not many building tunnels i don't doing space i think there's a lot more than what we know it's just not not publicized a lot i don't no not as many that push the limits that he does Here's my thing. I, if you ask me before I even knew much about Elon Musk, who do I think is the genius of our time? I would say like a Steve Jobs or something. You know, like the guy that turned computers into, you know, yeah. he changed the world. Steve Jobs did. Yeah. But he created one thing. I'm not taking away the fact that that one thing was probably the most amazing thing that's happened ever in our history. Okay. But the point is, is like, um, you have to really go back. <laughs> like, a long, long time to in history to look at somebody that probably the early was it like 1600s when well, the first like, automobile Joe was Rogan made. Joe Rogan talked about Tesla. Well, um, so what about like science? 
there's like new discoveries all yeah, see, the but, time. Nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. But That's, it's like it's a micro but like who, yeah, but, growth. You know okay, what I mean? But okay, on that topic though, how many people does it take? Mm-hmm. How many people does it take? So do you know who discovered DNA? I had to look it up real quick because okay. it's been a while. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. No, I Watson don't. and Crick, dude. But I mean, that's who is is known for it. But it, uh, there is some controversy to that because apparently, um, one of their like coworkers, Rosalind Franklin, a woman, actually, mm. um, she did like an X-ray diffraction. Okay, and, and she actually real disc- nerdy. Here. Well, she is the one who actually <laughs> discovered it and reported it to him. Okay. Kind of like Darwin. I don't think Darwin was the originator of the origin of species. He got the idea of a guy that he was working with. Yeah, but everybody gets the idea of something from somebody. Well, they were working co like co-committantly, yeah. but on the opposite sides of the world. Darwin had the money to travel and go to the Galapagos yeah. Islands and all this stuff. This other guy was kind of sitting elsewhere yeah. and came up with the same idea. But like electric cars were not created by musk Ooh, were they no because i've no i've smelled some musky men that i think might ignite my my, my point is is, my point is is when you're talking about medical or you know things like disease prevention so anything Mm -hmm. that you're talking about a lot of money and a lot of people. We're talking about inventions of people or inventions of things that people have never thought of, dreamt of, or even considered, right? No, because I don't think that's what I was just saying. I don't think that anything hasn't been thought of or one particular person was like, we should dig a hole underneath LA and make that the fucking freeway. Uh, it's it's just a hole. It's just a Somebody yeah. <laughs> has sat around and thought of like, I mean, if we just had underground highways, we'd be really kicking ass. Dude. Right? He has the money and the finances and the connections to do it. That's the same thing I was talking about with yes. Darwin. But my point is, is it's, 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 the, it's a combination for him. The, I guess what I'm getting at is he's one guy who literally at the end of his life, however long that is, could have... 30 things under his belt that were all semi-significant in the big thing a hundred years from now. Okay. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm saying is it's been, it's been hundreds of years since we've had somebody that has a portfolio of things that changed life spectrum of invention, changed life. And like, listen, the truth is, is that we know of though. I mean, there's so much that we don't think of that changed our life. Like the internet. Yeah. Steve jobs. Uh, I mean, create, the government, I mean, no, I mean, he created, Al, Al he Gore created the computer. He created like the, well, I'm, I'm just talking about the internet, like yeah, the I web. Know. Yeah. I, I, I think that's, know. that was made up by some government <laughs> program. I don't know. This reminds me of a, a podcast I listen to. You guys know Mike Rowe, right? Yeah. Yes. He has a podcast. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You listen to it? Uh, yeah. It's like 10 minutes. Yeah. I, I used to listen to it all the time, but super good shit on his it is. podcast. He's it's, a great guy. Too. There, He's such the, a good writer. Too. There was yeah. one episode he did that was about uh, uh, radio frequency hopping. It was invented by an actress that came from Europe who was like a maid over there and then came here and became a ha- an actress. Her name was Hattie Lamar. I think I, I think she, I listened to she it. In, she was a part-time inventor just on her own time. And she figured out a way to do this like radio wave hopping and send signals and stuff. Mm-hmm. And she patented it and sent it to the army to use. And they're like, oh, that's 
fucking stupid. Just go do what you know how to do. Right. So she yeah. went and uh, we're gonna steal your idea. She went and Women. she's like, okay, I'll do what Patty I know how to do. Is whatever. The so she is. set up like a kissing booth and raised like four yes. million dollars. Yep, I re- I remember this episode. And then later, come to find out, they're like, oh, well, this actually does work. So we'll use it, and they used it in the Cuban Missile Crisis. And wait, she wait, yeah. wait, wait, she get, she got four million dollars from a kissing booth. Yeah. God, how many herpes did she Maybe have? not four million. It was a lot of fucking money. Hey, this was back in this but, was back in the good old days, Dave, when herpes didn't exist. Okay, <laughs> you got to do your line, Greg. But that that patent, <laughs> yeah, that patent and that technology that she invented mm-hmm. is what we use now for Wi-Fi. Yeah, exactly. See, that's and, insane. Yeah, and, and that's that the shit that I'm talking about is like the Mike Rowe podcast yeah. will blow your mind, dude. Because no, he'll, he'll talk it. about inventions no, uh, that you... That's the way I heard it. Here's the thing. Yep. I, no, listen. I'm, don't take away from the fact that I'm not saying that people don't every day create things that will change things. Life. The way life is. Okay? Yeah. Wi-Fi is a huge thing. We all we all have it. You're talking about changing humanity. No, I'm saying that like... Humanity. Whether you believe in climate change or not. Okay? We all know that there's a shit ton of traffic. Okay? All right? And LA is bad. The mm-hmm. traffic. And my point is, is at the end of the day, say it's 50 years, say Elon Musk is just creating this shit and he actually creates a underground highway that he's wanting to do that's chambered. He already has a mile of it, he said. A mile. My point is, is like that's stuff that nobody's done. Yeah. I'm not talking about there's tunnels. Okay. But he could really recreate the modern, like make a modern highway. Oh, yeah, he, he's going to change travel yes. in the world. And it's not just going to be a road underground. It's going to be a chamber, like he was talking about, that's going to... Well, yeah, because he, he said yeah. they're going to have to pump oxygen into and it. They, and they like, could literally pressurize it. They can make yeah. you go as fast as you... My point is, is will it work out? Who knows? But the, the thing is, if, if Tesla can get its ground and, and create this car for $30,000... That gets 450 miles. That can go zero to 60 in 1.9 seconds. Okay. <laughs> yeah. my, my point is, is insane, if they can make it affordable, which they could eventually. Yeah. That could be. That's going to change everything. Could change everything. Yeah. And the highways could change everything. Space. So NASA's gone. Basically everything he's doing. If it's, once it all comes to fruition, all of it working yeah. together is going to change the world. Yes. So how yes. much of this life changing world changing stuff do you think already actually exists but is like secret by the government i don't i don't know but my point is is like i what i was saying earlier is, is i'm sure other people have thought of things like this he has the finances to do it and he has the connections to do it but the, the difference is is like i'm sure people thought of a light bulb before a fucking light bulb okay but the guy that created it was able to do it financially and successfully and it's his you know what I'm saying? Like it's that's his invention, you know? Yeah. They so, were talking about shit back in the 50s, 40s, 30s, I guess maybe before the 50s, 30s, computer stuff. If you watch the old shit when they're especially mm-hmm. when they're getting to UFOs and they're fucking getting into mm-hmm. sci-fi shit yeah. and what's life going to be like in 2030, you know? They had face-to-face conversation things like what well, we have FaceTime. They talked about that stuff. It's easy to imagine it. Every movie we watch yeah, right it's now. it's completely the other thing to actually yes. make it reality. Yes, because there's way more technology. It's easy to go, I'm going to build an electric car. Okay, you could build one, and I could probably build oh, yeah. one. Give me enough time and a couple grand, I'll build one. But to make it to the capacity that it's actually going to be useful, that's a completely useful, different 
long lasting, yeah. efficient. No, that's mm. I'm not going to do that. I can build an electric car that will get me five miles to charge. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I'm not. Well, that's gonna, what he was saying. It's it's too expensive. It's to make very it, expensive to make it to the efficiency that w- would be kind of the standard mm-hmm. or what we would be the most desired. It's way too expensive. Everything is when it comes to electronic. Uh, yeah. He was talking about solar panels. Oh yeah, too expensive. Yeah, he even said his fucking solar panels, his roof panels, at best can do one hundred twenty five percent, barring you don't use a lot of electricity. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he averages fifty percent of your yeah. So you're spending thousands upon thousands upon thousands of dollars putting goddamn panels on your roof to cover half your cost. To cover half your cost yeah you're gonna be in the shitter yeah and then they go bad and yeah. you gotta start over mm-hmm. i do not believe in electric panels i don't care what anybody says i don't buy it do you believe in weather modification yeah the controlling of the weather sure oh i'm sure there's all kinds of shit you could sure. send up in the atmosphere to that's what i'm saying different though. weather patterns solar panels work right they work do you think hurricanes are created by the government no you don't think so no I'm raising my eyebrows like a. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> no, I don't. Mm-hmm. Are you sure? You know why? Because if super, that was the case, a big conspiracy right if there. That's the case. We would be storming up in North Korea right now. There'd be flooding all over the place. We I and mean, we'd be using it already. If nobody knew, and it's this big conspiracy, we would have, we would already be doing it all yeah. the time. How do you know we aren't doing it? But it's like a fuck up. No. Whoops! A do. No. There's Florence. I'm not, I'm not buying. <laughs> I'm not buying that. Damn it, Carl. You pushed the wrong button. Yeah. Or or it's a massive event that gathers every, gathers our uh, environment Steve, together. How many times are you gonna hit the Hawaii button? Oh, Hawaii's well, got fucked. <laughs> well no, just Hawaii's just, the ground zero. Well, if you think about when when a hurricane occurs, right? Yeah. Everybody's on board. Mm-hmm. Everybody's paying attention. Everybody's going, okay, we got to pay attention to this. This is national news. Yeah. How many networks is it on? Everywhere, right? Yeah. And why? Distraction. Distraction and... Yeah, I don't know. What does it if do? If we're going what, with the conspiracy thing. What does, it, really like what does it do for the government? I'm not fucking feeling this at all. <laughs> hey, it gives it gives the government... The no, op- that's too conspiracy. Listen, listen, listen. It gives the government the opportunity to step in and help, right? So everybody's like, oh, look how we need our government. Why would they right. do that? They, they, we need all it. they do is bitch about how we didn't help Puerto Rico enough. They're, they, like, well, Puerto Rico is. Except there's 38 million bottles of water sitting on a tarmac. Yeah, fuck. No. Oh, I just heard on the fucking today. The water? Fucking today. Geraldo. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, dude, Geraldo's awesome. That guy he's, is he's still not around. Bad, dude. He's not. Yeah. He looks good Jeez, too. I fucking know. A. The guy looks like he's he, still like 1980 Geraldo, man. I think he's a sexy motherfucker. He's not a bad looking guy. But point is, is Geraldo's on the five today. You ever watch the five? Mm-hmm. So he's on the five. And what he was the, talking, what, what are you talking about? The five? The Fox. Fox has this this show called The Five. No, I don't know what that is. Okay. It's just five people. There you go. <laughs> Clever. Um, yeah, it's it's like the view. But he, he briefly, Fox. He bri- I, I started watching it today because I was like, I need to I need to get some info for the podcast. I mean, what's going on? I haven't really paid attention. I got so mm. much shit going on right now. Yeah. So here's Geraldo, and he's talking about Puerto Rico. And he, he, he made some valid points. Do you know that Geraldo actually owns land in Puerto Rico? I did know that. Yeah. Okay. His, his family's there. He has family there. He owns land there. Mm-hmm. And 
for some re- weird reason, I, I trust his opinion on this, <laughs> you know, because he looks a little Puerto Rican. <laughs> <laughs> Point being, though, is he was actually he was he was making some valid points about the Puerto Rico situation with talking about Trump and they're giving Trump a lot of flack and they're saying that he's not stating accurate things and mm-hmm. conspiracy this blah, 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 blah. The water thing came up. Mm-hmm. They literally have 20,000 pallets of water yeah. sitting on a runway. So tan- but, real quick tangent. So not only just water, food, there were four, food. four trailers and I posted this to my Facebook. Mm-hmm. It was a long time. It was probably like over right, two months ago. Yeah. But it was literally been sitting there mm-hmm. and when the National Guard left, the local government did nothing with these trailers. And they're actually in a parking lot of a government building. Mm-hmm. And they're yeah. just sitting there yeah. with tons of food. And it was like rat infested, yeah. like sitting in the heat. So everything's like warped and chemically infused now. And People forget that uh, Puerto Rico is a part of America in a way, right? There's a connection. Well, it is. It's part of our it's a territory. It's a territory. Yes. yes. Yeah. But my point is, is just because it, there's a territory or we have a connection to it does not mean that it's ran the same way as America. Okay? No, it's not. No, it's, not. it's very it's totally fucking separate corrupt. But when I was getting out with Geraldo before I forget what I'm talking about, he was saying that nobody's talking about the fact that before that happened, 70% of their power was already out. He simply claimed that their power structure was so bad that 70%. Now, I'm not saying that that number is accurate, but yeah. he's saying that their, their structure is so bad and so depleted. And what's the word when you don't fix something? Not maintained. Neglected. Damn near 70% of the power was not even existent. So now when they're saying 90% of the power is gone, his simple statement was, okay, yeah, maybe 90% is gone. But what they're not telling you is that it, 70% was gone before the storm. So 90% as a number sounds big. It is big. But it's really only 20% more than what it was. It was already bad. If, if you can prove the 70% by facts and numbers, then that makes sense. But can if, I drop this thing and look on the internet? <laughs> I'll just get my phone. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, if 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 he proved it with numbers, that makes total sense. Because right now you can up. you can measure, right? You can yeah, you can do it, an electricity draw. If he's just going on the show and I didn't spell that motherfucker's name, dude. Geraldo. Geraldo. G E R A L D O. You can't do the tongue thing. Don't. Geraldo. <laughs> Either way, there's no facts anywhere, and everyone's just spouting out. Well, that's fucking bullshit. And that's and the thing too. Is ba- even even Geraldo, he, he's not a person. He's an not, administrative person that's down there taking care of shit. Well, so not only he's that, like, but he, what he's does doing he know? The same thing. What does he know about statistics? I don't trust mm, that no. aspect. But um, as far as like their government goes, and speaking of statistics, they paid for some sort of program or a school to take over how many deaths were caused by this hurricane. Yeah, was it Maria? I don't know. I I don't even want to speculate on it. But so anyway, it it ranged. There was like one Harvard study or some some major school study from anywhere from eight hundred deaths to four thousand deaths. And you're talking like that's a huge difference. That is a humongous standard deviation. I mean, you <laughs> you have no idea. And so their 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 government on their website 
still has that. So basically they got in trouble for underreporting the amount of deaths that actually occurred when we don't really know exactly how many deaths have yeah. occurred. I think we can, we can narrow it down to missing persons. We can create a list. Not necessarily they're dead. Yeah, exactly. You can, and not only that, but it's hard to tell. So I was listening to Ben Shapiro who was talking about, um, it's hard to tell who actually dies from a hurricane. And this happens a lot, like with natural events mm-hmm. or natural um, disasters. So let's say a hurricane passes over a, a hospital or nearby, knocks out all of the power grid to the hospital, and 65 patients die because the electricity went out. Now that's counted as a hurricane death toll. Is it? That's how they're counting. That's the question. So uh, I just I just looked this up, and it does not give a specific number, but I think it validates a little bit. Okay, a little bit. So this is from the LA Times. As recently as 2016, mm-hmm. they had a island-wide three-day complete blackout. Three days, 100% blackout. And the power company said, in quote, our equipment, quote, appears to be running on fumes and desperately requires an infusion of capital, monetary, human, and intellectual to restore functional utility. I know, but hey, I would just say 70% seems like a bit much. Not when, listen, I would say that in America terms because that's unfathomable. It, Every Puerto community, Rico is basically a third world country. If, listen, if, if America... I don't know. I don't, no, I, listen. Every city has a fucking power grid, right? So we could lose power in Longview completely, feasibly. But that does not mean that Vancouver, Woodland, Kath Lamont, Woodland, uh, I said Woodland, any of them, that doesn't mean that they're going to lose power. You forgot Woodland. Woodland. My point is, is if they're sitting there actually saying that they had a nationwide blackout. I think Woodland lost power once. Yeah, <laughs> Maybe <laughs> one time. <laughs> My point is, Let's is if about Puerto Woodland. Rico literally had a three day nationwide blackout, that is telling me, who is not a genius by any standards on this, yeah. that they are running a system where the entire fucking country is on one grid. electrical grid. Yeah. And if that is the case... Then it is not unco- it is not unfeasible to me that the vast majority if if what Geraldo was saying was where they're having transformers blowing up because they're so poorly taken care of they're all running parallel one transformer yes. could take out twenty five percent so yeah. my point yeah. is is yeah in America that would not be possible barring a you know an attack yeah. a, is, you is know. Puerto Rico not part of America I don't the states and so I think that that's where the states it's like you know. That's I'm, that's where the argument comes in is like, okay, well, if they're not, if they're a territory and they're not a United State, mm-hmm. how much money should be sent their way? But I don't think that they're involved in federal taxes at all. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't I know don't about so. that. I don't think they are either. No. So, I mean, it's a, the thing that bothers me about it and I get frustrated about it is because you're right. There's a lot of things said by a lot of people. Yeah. And you got the, what was it? The. Who was it, that stupid bitch on there that was just ripping through Trump back in the day? There's deaths everywhere and blah, blah, blah. That chick, what the fuck's her name? She's like the mayor or the fucking... Of Puerto Rico? Yeah, she's something. She's the girl that was all over the news. Head oh, something. Oh, I know who you're talking about. And I don't she was just like, we're not getting enough help and people are dying in front of me and blah, 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 you know, going off. And people were like... I don't know. They're, they're that fucking news guy. 
interviewing her and he's like, she's like talking about how there's death everywhere. And he's like interviewing this chick on like CNN or M- I don't know what it was. And, mm-hmm. and he's like, ma'am, I haven't seen any, like, I haven't seen anything. Like there's no, like no bodies laying around. Like, and she's like, no, there it's here. It's everywhere. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Regardless, my point is, is I, you have to like look at it for what it is. And it's a third world country. It is. Yeah. They're, Dirty, dirty, dirty poor, dude. I'm talking, They, I mean, it's cool for yeah. me. They have so a ton of fucking hot is, rods around there because that's all they have is 50s and 60s is cars. Por- is Puerto Rico the place where Donald Trump went and was literally like, um, he was shooting these uh, paper towels. Like, oh, yeah. like he was going to dunk a, like shoot a three-point shot. You get shot. one. You get no, one. I think that was, I think that was, that like was in Texas. That was, was like Oprah, dude. Was that in Texas? I think it was in Texas. I don't know. I think that might have been in Puerto Rico, dude. I don't, I don't, I don't think he went to Puerto Rico. Oh. I think that I think that was in Texas during all the flooding and stuff. Do you remember what I'm talking yeah. about? He was literally like lobbing it's those. So like, fucking funny, dude. He's like he's like putting his one hand up. He was like, I'm but gonna speaking shoot of a all free their, throw right all now. their fifties cars, do you think they have a rat rod culture in no, Puerto Rico? No, I don't. The thing is, is I, they probably do have custom cars, but the, the biggest problem was and I watched this really Or are they so poor all their cars are rat rods? No, well no, they're actually not bad. <laughs> So here's the thing, like they're, this is a great topic because there was actually a really cool documentary about it, about the vintage cars that they have. They, they have, when they were able to import cars there yeah. was in the fifties and sixties and forties and they, that's all they have left. There's really no new cars there. The problem that they're having is, is these cars are old. Mm-hmm. They can't get parts for them. Mm. So they're, they're having to be innovative and they're having to like go outside of their country to try to black market these parts to keep yeah. their cars going. But what's cool is that, you know, there's a lot of good painters. You know, there's people that know how to work on cars. They're yeah. clearly, if you're living with nothing but 50s and 60 cars, most of the people there probably are well-knowledged on those cars. Oh, yeah. So there there are some really cool cars there, but it's really difficult for them to get parts and, and, and just basics. Yeah. Just the basics, filters. They have yeah. to make their own shit. Pretty incredible stuff, man. But man, when you look around, it looks like a, a picture from the fifties, dude. Their buildings haven't changed much. They're run down, and so then it's, you, it's like Cuba. What's what's worse off? Well, Puerto yeah. Rico well, Cuba, or Cuba? I'm kind of thinking of Cuba too. I might be thinking of Cuba, but they're all the you, same. You it's might have been thinking about Cuba. No, Puerto Rico is the same thing. All around, all around Puerto Rico, Cuba, all the. Like, I definitely South am thinking of Cuba. Cuba is definitely. There's a lot of like Cuba. old cars down that way. Cuba has a ton of old cars. Yeah. Puerto Rico is not much different. But I was definitely, the documentary was in Cuba. No, that's okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. There we go. Strike that. Done I'm and done. <laughs> yeah, well. Um, but, but but Puerto Rico, it, just the fact that they could be so inconsequential of what was given to them for support for their people, and they didn't do anything with it yeah. as far as food, water, shelter, clothing. Not shelter, but you know what I'm saying. Like yeah. the basic fundamental needs. So... The water was ultimately distributed to everybody, mm-hmm. and this was this was like it was ridiculous. It was a ridiculous amount of bottles of water. Yeah, I think yeah, it was like twenty thousand pallets, which ended up being about thirty-eight million bottles of water. Yeah, so it was like a hundred bottles of water per person there, or something, on the whole island yeah. of Puerto Rico. But people were complaining now because it had this weird chemically taste, which happens when you have bottled water. Oh yeah, sitting like for weeks, heating yeah. up. Like you have those chemicals leach into the water. Oh, it's not good. Yeah, with those. You have to keep it cold. Yeah, it's basically no good now. N- no, 
it was probably no good. And that's the thing too, is getting shit over there. I've heard is a big pain in the ass. Like I've had people, people from my work who have uh, family over there who was trying to ship generators over and the generator would get caught up in customs for months. And when your, your parents are out of electricity now and they have to wait for months, it's yeah, just, they're dead by the time the, it gets there. Well, it's like, what the fuck's <laughs> the point now? Okay, like, why do you have such stringent customs? Yeah, I've waited four months for the generator. I already have tiki torches. I don't need the generator now. Well, it's like, does your government not know what a fucking generator is? Yeah, why would it get hung up in customs? Like, are, are you trying to s- smuggle something in the gas line? Do they need or? to take it all apart and then put it back together again? I don't and know. And then couldn't figure out how to put it back together again? I don't get it. But... You know that, that interview I was talking about? <laughs> it was... Fucking Geraldo, dude. <laughs> Interviewing the mayor of San Juan. Why, That's are you, the, why are you yelling? Am I yelling? Yeah. He's super excited, Greg. So I got, I got, I got my headphones on. <laughs> I can't hear very oh, well. Oh, okay. But no, it was the... Put your headphones back on. Yeah, <laughs> to get, hold yeah on. your fucking voice is loud. Sorry. <laughs> it was the it was Geraldo, man. <laughs> there we go. Back the mayor to of San <laughs> <laughs> What are you doing? <laughs> you worked it. Guess who was his Geraldo? So just to paint the picture for everybody, Dave took off his headphones so that way he can listen to his phone to find a to clip. A clip. Yep. And then he proceeded to talk into his mic. <laughs> kind of like when on. somebody has earplugs in and they start talking real loud. Yeah. This is really good music. <laughs> yeah. Who is this? Yep. No, it was Geraldo. It was Geraldo. was interviewing the mayor of San Juan. Okay, this is the crazy chick that was ripping Trump up and down. And she's like, if you have a heart, you can see it. If you have eyes, you can see it. And he's like, I don't see any dying people. (laughs) And she's like, just look around. And he's like, I am looking around. There's, I don't see it. You're you're telling me it's happening and I don't see it. I'm here right now. Yep. She had nothing to say Political agenda, man. And he asked her, is this a political game? She's like, I have no ties to the Democratic Party. That's what she said. But anyway, we talked about they had like 50s cars and stuff. Because I enjoy rat rods. I Dave do. Dave enjoys rat yeah, rods. I do. I smell a Segway here. Yeah. Well, on that oh note, God, I smell it so bad. You have to love the fact you look at Cuba and you... They revel just, in it, like in that God. culture. I just... I, you know, you're looking at... I know where you're going with this, and we're going to go there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I, I've always had this... When I see old pictures of cities, even Longview or at or anywhere... And you just see those Model Ts and Model mm-hmm. As, and they're fucking lining the street. And, the, and and even in the 50s and 60s, the hop days where you got the car hops and stuff, and you got nothing but 50s cars and 60s. Like, to me, that's like heaven, dude. Yeah. That, <laughs> it is. It's weird. It's it a different been, era. It's no, it's not only, yeah, it's a different era. And it's not only the fact that it's a different era, but there's, when you look at that picture, and you can test to this, oh, yeah. you see it at the car show. You, Greg, you went to the car show. You see it. When you look, at just the way things looked, the buildings, mm-hmm. the cars, the roads, the way things were cleaner, nicer, like the mechanical, like the, I've always said that they don't build them like they used to. They don't. It, There's it's a style. All the, the style and pride and everything. Yes. Shit. Like I, listen, I have a new car. We all have new cars. You know, they're all, there's cool cars, man. They're, they're cool. They're functional. They're, they last longer. They, you don't have to fuck with them as much. I mean, you could literally like never change the oil and probably still get 120,000 miles. <laughs> That's all great. But what is lost is the character, the innovation, yeah, the like, just the beauty. I mean, the, you cannot look at a car from the 50s or 40s 
or 60s or 70s. You know what I mean? The Literally. Art, the artistic expression side they, of it. They're just, they're like something to, I don't know. I, to me, they're like a national treasure, honestly. You know, and, and like that goes for German cars. I mean, they're, they're, they're so well produced and they're so creative and they're so distinctly beautiful. And that's so gone. When you look at Kias, Toyotas, all this crap that's coming out, they look similar. They do. They don't have the chrome. They don't have that heavy look. They don't have that comfort. So watching, <sighs> watching Mad Men on AMC. Oh, yeah. You guys would fucking fall yeah. in love with that. Um, they had literally streets yeah. just oh, lined yeah. Yeah. where you're walking up and like they have like a like person just walking up and down the sidewalk. Yeah. And you'll just see reams and reams. Of, Dude, it's just, there is a, there's a classiness to it. Yeah. That and who knows at the time if they thought that, you know, like they didn't. I don't know. They didn't know that. I don't know. I, I think there was more. Of, it, it wasn't the fact that they were trying to be classy. I think it was more of. Like the way they dressed and the way they yeah. presented themselves, it was no. more of a social standard than than the, it yeah, is now. You're right. Definitely a standard. Definitely a standard. Like but with, with everything, even the cars and like every, everything, everything was saying, more of a standard that they were you trying to live up to. It. I think you nailed it a minute ago, though, because like pride, like the craftsmanship that they put into it. Even even though like we could look back now and look at that kind of stuff, and we go, "Man, that was like just the most beautiful cars then." Mm-hmm. Like you don't get that vibe now. No, like I, I have to think that they at the time were even looking at those cars, going like, "This great American machinery right here. This beautiful fucking machinery." Well, <laughs> going off of what Chris was saying, like I think aesthetic meant something back in the day. Yeah, like when when men went to work, a majority mm-hmm. of them had either a suit or at least a fucking tie. Exactly. Yeah, and hats. Men, and they used, men dressed used to wear hats. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, dressed appropriately. You know what I mean? They dressed. Better nope. than what the job they did. Well, and but no one went to work like we do with, you know what I mean, with a suit on. Yeah, it's no. really a it's shame. Different, it's different work, though. That's what I'm saying. But it ties into the car thing because it's a it's a class thing and it's like a... Most people now, I think you're one of those guys, up until recently, I think you were like more of a function first person. You mm-hmm. still are. You look at cars differently than I do, like buying a new car. You're looking at like functionality, gas mileage. Um, durability just because I have to drive far for, yeah. yeah. So do I, <laughs> you know, my point is, is yes, that is important. But, but then you got the other spectrum, which goes looks style. Well, stance. So we were just yeah. talking today. I would definitely drive a fucking muscle car sure. if I could, like if I didn't have to drive 50 miles a day, but you can, but you don't have to drive it every day. You don't buy a muscle car to drive 50 miles a day. Well, I'm just saying, come on, dude. You park that in your garage. You take your wife out on the weekend. You make a little sweet love in there. Fuck on the hood. You got vinyl, baby. Vinyl. That shit doesn't get stained. (laughs) Wow. It's the car that sits most of the time, and you sit in the garage in your lawn chair and drink a beer and look at your car and go, you are fucking beautiful. But see, I I don't, that's not me. I would have to do something with it. I need to interact with whatever I own. That's that's what I'm saying. You you learn it, and you you go out there and you tinker, and and you you play, and you add. 
Can I be like the guy that makes love to his car? Like uh, that weird obsession show. Yeah. Whatever. What is that TV show where Stick he's your wanker in the fucking tailpipe? And- he, he, <laughs> he was kissing the hood of his car. What is it? My weird obsession. That's what it's called, right? Oh, yeah. I remember that one. It was like an old like 90s and he something. Was, yeah, it was like a, a Chevy Cavalier or something. And he was like rubbing the hood and he was like, oh, well, I will I say this. Kissing it. To keep on the subject. We took you to your first car show. Yeah. Real car show. Very first. Car show I, version. I dug it, dude. I, yeah, I'm going to go next year. We went so in, let me know uh, when it is. It was the first week of March. It was the Portland Roadster Show. It's yep. one of the biggest. If you're anywhere around here, you know that if you're into cars. Where's around here? We're in the Northwest, baby. Oh, yeah. Pacific Northwest. You know that that's, that is now the big show here, in the, at least in Portland area. Seattle's got their own things, too. What's it called? The Portland Roadster, Roadster show. show. Portland Roadster Show. And we took Greg. Uh, me and Chris went. The year before mm-hmm. by ourselves, but yeah. I've gone for years. Hold on. Wait. Did you hear that? That yeah. was my cherry that I got popped when I went to the exactly. road. Exactly. <laughs> and our, our thing was is, which we're going to talk about last weekend. Our thing. Yeah. Our thing. I'm just checking the time here. Ooh, not we're, bad. We're getting a little close. Hour and a half. Yeah. My thing is, is um, I knew that if you would go and you would kind of see things in a different perspective it's easy to look at a magazine be like that's cool whatever dude you know you go see and you see the craftsmanship and you see this everything up close i I watched you we talked about it last week i mean chris did we watched you like actually seemed like you got into it you were like you're asking questions and noticing details that go unnoticed when When you're looking at a picture she just goes yeah it's pretty car it's a nice car i like the color it's pretty you actually like seem like you were like what does that do no, I, that thing? That, you know? I am actually intrigued by yeah. a lot of, not just cars, it's but just mechanical yeah. stuff that I have no idea what the fuck it does. It's a dude. It's a, I don't want it to, I don't want it to get lost. That's my fear. And when we went to the, we went to the run to the end of the world last weekend. Mm-hmm. Excellent show. Rod running. Always fun. Beach. It's a big fucking thing. It's not. Yeah. The car show in itself is a lot of cars. It was. It was so, couple, so several hundred cars, probably. So Chris and Dave went. Yeah, Chris and his wife went. Me and my wife went and their kids, all of our kids. And we stayed with my grandmother-in-law at mm-hmm. her cabin. She has a cabin that was literally five minutes from the car show. Yeah. A little off the path as far as Long Beach. We had to trek a little bit to get there. Yeah, it's <laughs> like a two or three miles. But uh, what's great about it is there's a lot of people and a lot of respect for cars. The quality of car is not the same. It's a lot more street cars, a lot more like daily drivers. Well, there's all kinds of cars. There's show cars that were there that we've seen at the Portland yeah. Roadster show. There was yeah, a couple but, of those there, but then there's also your everyday guy working in his garage cars. Yeah. Mm. The difference is, is when you go to the Roadster show, you're talking, there's a lot of cars in the hundred thousand dollar range. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Super show cars. Very, very Riddler nice. winners. The best of the best. Well, right? not only that, but like the props that they have these things up, but like the angles oh, yeah. that they're showing, you they're can see the underneath the car, you can see the inside, like they have the doors open. You can like, they're, they're, they're turning on a cars. fucking they're two lazy cars. Susan. Those cars travel the entire country showing they're, That's what that is. That's, that's, yeah. The best of the best. This is more, this is my car. Check it out. The hot, or yeah. the, the rod run. Great yeah. cruise. Um, they have a big cruise. It was insane. Insane. <laughs> it's the first time I've I've cruised in it in a long time. And it was um I got my truck going. Okay, good. Towed it down. Yeah. Thank you, Chris, for towing. Yep. Um, I spent the past couple weeks with all the shit going on. I spent the last couple weeks just nailing that thing, like getting it as good as I could possibly just nailing get. Nailing it. Really nailing, nailing it. it. 
and I got it running, functioning, lights working, brakes are good. Everything was pretty good. We towed it down. It was a little wet. We took it out for some drives, went to the car show, did not put it in the car show. Me and Chris went out and, and cruised that night for <laughs> one pass because yeah. literally it was just such a, it was such a nightmare. Mm. But the point is the car drove great in general. There, I learned some stuff. You yeah. know, it's the first time I'd really put miles on it. I tweaked a couple of things, fixed the carbs, made yep. it a lot better after I did the carb thing, figured out what I need to do next. And we had a fucking spectacular time. It was a good dude. time. And it's just great when you go friends. And that's why I wish you could have came. I know you couldn't. And that's okay. It, you know, it bones me out because. You're uh, talking to me. Greg. I'm talking to Greg. <laughs> you couldn't make it. You your kid at a soccer game. And that's okay. Yep. I think what. I was telling Chris that and when we say soccer game, it's really yeah. uh, game is very yeah. overrated. A more like, a vague it, word. Kids running and kicking things. It is a ball on the loose, and uh, yeah, children. I will say this, this um, to you know, kind of close out here. We're getting ready to close up here, but I think the thing we had talked about, Chris, when we were there, was there's a lot of things that we all have in common. This group of friends, we have a really nice group of friends where multiple parties like certain things and music has always been a big factor with a large group of friends and mm-hmm. me and Chris really hit it off because we're really into the motorsports and the cars and stuff. And that's where we got this friendship. And now you're a part of that too, in a sense, I think what <coughs> bothers me the most, I guess would be, it's such a meaningful thing to me. Like cars has been, you know, that Greg it's been yeah. forever. I've been into them and, um, it's one of those things that like when we went to the car show this last weekend, we had a good time with the family, the kids mm-hmm. and I invited you guys and, and Alex's family and, and even Tex, I think a while back. And I, I want, I just want that part too. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I, Cause I had so much fun at the car show with you and I really think your kids would love it. My kids loved it. I know, you know, Van would love it if he, if he was old enough to acknowledge it. I think he does actually, because Ash actually has a video of him when they were sitting there by the road and he's like, cars are going by and he's like, so watching every one of them. So I brought my son Kingston over, Dave, whenever, when you started your, when you first got the engine started and and so like seeing him get fucking, oh my, he jumped and like hid behind me. Yeah, but he was like peeking, like interested, like what the hell? It's because they don't see that shit. And it's, and that's yeah, a, and I, I guess like, that's cool. that's cool. It's okay, but yeah. he's like okay, yeah. There's okay. something like really rewarding, and, and the biggest thing is like we, me and Chris spent some time together because I have a two seater. Okay, so you know, we drove, we went to the cruise. The girls didn't really care to you go. You guys held hands, don't say. Well, no, no, we did. He, he did that. rub my leg. I did. <laughs> that's for another day. <laughs> Point being though is is I want my kids to understand that thing. I want them to understand the mechanical side and getting dirty. Like, Hey, you can, you could own a car someday and you could build your own car and you could change your own tires and change your own oil. And I just think like, even for the the roads are show next year, mm-hmm. we could go, we could take the kids or a kid, you know, like if you want to bring Kingston or you want to bring van yeah. Yeah. and I want to bring just row. Cause maybe Gwen's not going to get it. Take them. Cause like it's it really is. It's missing. There's it a ton of imports when we went there, there's a ton of four by fours and, and you see the, the hot rod community, it's not dying, but it's, there's a new thing coming out. The import cars are coming out and that's kind of the thing teens are into right now. I want to make sure that my kids understand the importance of like a classic car and the importance of that stuff. And I think well, the kids and, just, and, the, and that goes back to the whole pride thing. Yeah. I, that's uh, there. I feel like there's a big generation gap where the kids coming up into adulthood now don't have pride in things anymore. 
they're well, not able I to think do work. It goes back to what Dave was talking about earlier is like functionality over, yeah. over, uh, I don't want to say over looks because looks has a lot to do with it sometimes, but we all know that look can be a lot of cheapy. Like it, it's like, yeah. it looks nice from far away, but once you get real close and you start jingling the handle, it it's all made yeah, out of plastic. Yeah, but see, that's the thing. It's like you, you go yeah. to those and you see those hot rods and, and like you, you look at it and you're going, it's rusty and it's fucking dirty, dude. You know? Yeah. And even Roe, I know. Roe's like, that's a dirty car. <laughs> <laughs> and I, And she doesn't understand. I look at it and I go, that thing is is dirty right now potential but in five years that's gonna be a good looking ride or at the same time yeah that car is dirty but that car is also a hundred years old and and it's fast as fuck yeah and it looks fucking sick you know that's i just want them to be mechanical and i think there's nothing bad about your kid kingston just learning cars and learning like how cool it is to wrench on something that's huge that's gone yeah. It's gone. There's not very many people. I, w- doing I wouldn't it. say gone. It's fading. Fast. I, I think you've inspired me, Dave. Uh, so I I used to change my own oil like a lot. Yeah, I got a good picture of that from my <laughs> your oh, really? white ass legs sticking <laughs> under your Honda. Nice <laughs> big Ron shop. Right on. Yeah. Well, uh, I got to see that picture. Pretty sure there's a ball sack in there somewhere. I see it's it. Probably okay. a left nut. It's that's yeah. usually one dangles out. Yeah, it's heavy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's the heaviest one. <laughs> heavy left. Yeah. Uh, but. Um, I wouldn't mind doing it again, like even just drop because like I pay it's like it's it's pretty cheap at Bud Clary, dude. Yeah. Because it's it's three oil changes and it's oh. synthetic, pure yeah. synthetic yeah. for like 150 bucks for three of them. Mm-hmm. But they do a tire rotation on each one, which I mean, come on, that's fucking easy. Yeah. And then a car wash. So here's the thing. I'll be real with you. I don't even change my own oil in my new car. I don't. Why? I, I, I just, because it's such a, it doesn't bother me that I, somebody else does it. I, I did, like, uh, well, so for my reason, I did the math mm-hmm. and it's, it's much more economical to have somebody do it well, because it's, it's literally like for me to buy my own oil, Yeah, it's 60 to 70 bucks anyway. Dude, so. Jesus, what oil are you buying? <laughs> Synthetic, dude. God damn I don't buy synthetic. No, yeah, listen, dude. Come yeah, on, no, dude. Here's, here's Come the on. thing. I, I, I changed all my thing, Last thing, last thing, Greg. Here's my. We discussed this. this is what we talked about. You and Alex, okay? Because mm-hmm. you're Texas. You're not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen with Texas. Oh. Texas absolutely does. He just does not give a shit. <laughs> but here's the truth. I, that's good. Well, changing oil is all. That's all good because that gives you at least that taste of like doing your own thing. But my my thing is like we got this Mustang across the street right now. Yeah. Okay. I just saw you look at it and you're like, I dig a, it. It's a cool car, man. I do. It's a really I, cool, I, I like mid sixties Mustang. It looks like it's an old woman. She probably had that thing in the garage for 30 years. I'm, I'm getting to the point where when I see a car, I like my yeah. dick, my dick moves a little Good. bit. You get that. Little but here's the, here's the ultimate yeah. end all to this conversation. I, we both, me and Chris both believe firmly that if you were to someday purchase a car like that or purchase whatever it is that you like a lot, like vintage, classic, whatever it is, mm-hmm. It would not take you very long at all to start getting your fingers dirty on that thing that you're going to be that hooked on it where you're just like every week and you're like, dude, I want to get this new card for this thing. I want to fucking do. Can we lower this this next week? You guys want to help me lower it? It's because it's addicting. It, you're it building becomes this becomes addiction. It's your car. It, it is. And maybe that's my my downfall is I don't know what my limitations are or what the limitations of the car are or like it can be whatever you want. Well, and see, that's the thing is I, I don't know. I, that's the best I, part I, about it. You got a virgin mind. Yep. 
I just think that you guys, I, I someday, <laughs> I, I, all I can say is someday, either if it's when we're 50, I know you're getting a hot rod, Chris, you will. Soon. And eventually. someday, whether it's when you're next year or when you're 50, man, if you can get yourself a classic car and we can get together and actually do this thing like they used to do where we get together on the weekends and we're wrenching on each other's cars and we're having fun and we're going to these shows mm-hmm. in our cars, mm. that's... Pfft, that does it for me, dude. That's, That's my life. load blown. Oh my God. <laughs> well, that brings it full Someday. circle. Either way. <sighs> hey, everybody, go to the Broad Run next year. It's fucking sick. Mm-hmm. We're going to the Roadster If you're show. in the Pacific Northwest, which most of you Even are, if you're not. You if you're us, fucking yeah. down in Mississippi, come on Fly up. the fuck If you've up been here. living here your whole life and you've never been to the Rod Run, then Shame you can on you. kiss my ass. And that's, a, stick, that's a sticky <laughs> ass. Yeah, that's a wet one right now. But it's soggy. To end this, good combo, guys. Yep. Uh, everybody, yeah. go on Facebook, check us out. Go on iTunes, subscribe. Yep. Hope you like what you hear so far. If not, leave a comment on our iTunes page. Pardon my feedback. American. Pardon my American. Or, or Facebook. Yeah. Tell leave a us a comment. Tell a friend. It's cheers, boys. Cheers. cheers. Cheers to hot rods, women, wives, kids. Ugh. America. 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 Later, guys.